Welcome to Lifespan Live, Season 3, Episode 2. I'm Lyndall Higgins, Marketing Coordinator at Lifespan Financial Planning and Lifespan Partnership. And in today's episode, we'll be discussing avatars in action, helping advisors engage with their preferred clients. Successful advisors understand that marketing is about developing a meaningful conversation with their preferred clients and referral sources. So what makes a conversation meaningful? And how do we make sure we're engaging with your preferred clients and not time wasters? How do you provide them with useful and helpful information instead of just annoying them? The first step is to understand who your ideal or preferred client is, and then to get to know them and understand them. And the better you are able to do this, the better you'll be able to truly engage with them. And developing client personas or avatars can help you with this level of understanding. In today's episode, we're joined by Jenny Pierce, CEO of Genesis Consulting and Avatar Expert. Lifespan advisors may remember Jenny from her fabulous presentation at our national conference early last year. Welcome, Jenny. It's wonderful to have you here today. Hi, Lyndall, and thank you so much for having me on. Now, uh, first up today, some of our listeners may be asking, what is an avatar? And obviously, we're not talking about James Cameron's Blue Creatures. (laughs) (laughs) Although that is an epic movie, let's put it that way. (laughs) (laughs) We're still waiting on the second one there. um, That's true. Today, talking about avatars or personas, uh, what would you see as the definition, I suppose, of an avatar? Okay, well... If attention is the currency of marketing, we want to make sure that we're gaining the attention of the right people, your ideal clients. So for me, as an advisor, as a practice owner, you would be building your avatar. Your avatar is this characterization of your ideal client. It's the elements that make them up and you fuse them together to create the ideal characterization of the clients that you most want to do business with. You are right for them and they are right for you. I suppose at the sort of most basic level, um, developing a client avatar allows you to create content and messaging that will appeal to your preferred clients. And it helps you target or personalize your marketing for different segments of your audience, depending on who you're hoping to attract. Yeah, I would suggest that, I mean, the way ideally as a consumer, you know, I'm walking in the door and I'm coming to see you for the first time, I want to know that you are the right person for me. So I want to see that the marketing that you're producing, whether it's an external document or whether it's an internal document, whatever it might be, it's reflective of the fact that I'm the right person for you. And I think that by developing and investing and spending time in identifying who those avatars are helps you build the right strategy helps you build the right marketing content to attract those people it's probably one of the most powerful investments you'll ever make in building out your marketing strategy so it's right at the very beginning before you actually do anything else you need to invest because once you invest in developing and building your client avatar the next thing you do is create your niche because that's the service offering. That's the thing that you know is ideal for someone like me. Yeah. I know that um, sometimes our advisors come to us saying, you know, I want to develop my website. And that's the first question I ask is, is who's your, who's your ideal client or who's your preferred client? And 
why should they be buying from you? So this definitely is the first step in that uh, process of um, enabling them to be more effective in their marketing and to, in doing their business. Yeah. And, and look, I think that, you know, in any marketing strategy, obviously you need to figure out who you are and what services you want to provide first. Secondly, you want to understand the purpose of your marketing strategy. And thirdly, it's the audience, the people. And if you've got a, if you've got clarity around that long, long time ago, we all figured out that we can't be all things to all people. And I think that, you know, certainly as a profession where, you know, financial services is a little renowned for trying to be that. I think particularly over the last five to 10 years, we've seen people narrow that down. And that's purely because they've understood that in digital marketing, avatars have become the mainstay, the, the, the linchpin in making it all come together, in making it all work. Looking at understanding or how you can understand that sort of ideal client that you're looking at targeting, uh, how would you see the process would be in developing those avatars? So traditionally as, is, as marketers, we always based a lot of what we do around the demographics, you know, so obviously age, gender, uh, locality, um, and usually earning potential or, you know, or what their current earning, earnings are. Now, whilst that, you know, once upon a time was enough, it no longer is. And and certainly, you know, if you were segmenting your client base, you would use some of those principles. But in today's world, we are more reliant on psychographics. And that's because we live in a virtual world. We need to understand behavior. We need to be able to concentrate on the likes, dislikes, the pain points, the challenges. Goals and values have been just as important today as they were in previous times. But again, the way we translate them uh, is a lot, lot more different. So the psychographics, the the behaviours matter more now um, because we need to be able to reflect those because we don't get to touch people in the same way we did in the past. And I think that's the way we build an avatar today is very, very different to the way you would have identified a client in the past. Yeah, it um, helps you to be more personal to a wider variety of potential clients than than if you are sitting in front of every individual client one-on-one. Yeah, I mean, no one person's the same as the other. And I get that we can't have 25,000 avatars. And, And typically most advisors will have three. Um, larger practices will be, you know, potentially slightly more than that if there's a multi-advisor practice, but, you know, still need the demographics. I'm certainly not throwing the baby out with the bathwater, but we do need those unique traits to be able to build the client persona in the first place, the client avatar in the first place, and make sure that we're using the right attraction techniques to bring them closer to you. Yeah. Um, How have you seen in your uh, work that you've done so far with financial advisors the proof that these work? Um, Look, it's a slow burn like everything in digital marketing. You don't go out and go, well, like I've just thrown the hook in for the first time and, wow, there's 25 leads. (laughs) It doesn't work that way. And, And pretty much marketing in general is about the continuity and consistency. I have seen some incredible results with people that have really developed their branding around their personas. And certainly an example of that would be someone like Finical, that's part of the Lifespan group, uh, where they really kept their, their mind's eye on who it was they wanted to serve. 
and who was in their, you know, best pigeonhole in respect of the niche that they had developed. And that's where, you know, you see that the whole client avatar piece come to life. Yeah. Um, and look, they would be the first to tell you that, you know, it's multi-layered and you can't expect results, as I said, overnight, but it will happen. And it's consistency and, you know, continuity that makes that happen. Um, how would you say that avatars are sort of defined and refined? Defined and refined. I would suggest avatars are defined as a reflection of your community that is best suited to your business. And as I said, you are best suited to them and they are best suited to you. Refinement is certainly an important part of any process in marketing. Um, I would suggest you don't need to refine your avatars monthly or even six monthly, but certainly when we do a review with our clients, you know, we do a look back on the year that was, we go, do we need to actually do some refinement on the client avatars? Is there a service offering that you want to bring into your business that perhaps build that niche that we need to refine your avatars into? So we will do an annual review. Now, sometimes we make no adjustments, but in the global world, you know, this global state of being that we're in right now, it's a little different and we do need to have, you know, we do need to make some tweaks and sometimes it's going, you know, okay, we only actually had a female version of that particular avatar. Now we actually want a male version as well because we're tweaking out, we're refining our service offering. And how long would you say on average this sort of process would take? I look, you know, I spend, I do one-on-ones with people just purely to help them build their avatars now um, because I find it's not a task they can do lightly or easily on their own. Mm -hmm. And that's usually um, because they don't know what they don't know. A lot of advisors have an enormous amount of intelligence on their clients, but they don't realize what it is that they need to bring forward to build those avatars in the first place. So, you know, it, it's in, it is an investment in time. Um, I'm not suggesting it's days, months or, you know, anything like that, but it is an investment in time. And usually once they've got their first core avatar down, they're able to sort of go away and go, okay, let me build out the next couple and come back to you. And then we're able to, you know, do a little bit of legwork just to tweak some things and tease out a bit more information and go from there. Yeah. Well, I suppose um, in terms of developing the avatar, would you say that the it's key to understanding who your ideal or preferred client is before you begin this process or does that become clearer as you're working through this process? I would think the second point. It usually when people come to me, it would be largely because they're serving a lot of different people and they actually can't identify. They do realise the niche a little more. So often they'll understand their niche. They want to focus in a particular area. So it could be, you know, people that 35 plus that, you know, to 45 say, you know, in the medical profession, they have a a particular niche in that space, but they don't know how to build the client persona. So they'll come to me to help do that. So it's usually in reverse. Yeah. They, they know it. It's just, they don't know how to, um, I guess, tease that intelligence out. 
So I suppose that at the end of the day, a well-developed avatar is going to assist you to engage in those sort of meaningful conversations with your preferred clients more effectively and more confidently. So it sort of makes turning your, your prospects into clients and clients into raving fans through that sort of know, like and trust funnel much more effectively and efficiently. Is there anything else, uh, I suppose, that you'd like to add? Look, I think the important thing is that often um, in the exercise that we take people through and, and even if they were to do it themselves, that often you'll find commonalities, you know, so they're often a reflect, you know, a reflection of yourself. Now, that's not to say they're a carbon copy and that they have the same belief system as you and that their behaviours are identical, but you'll see commonalities. Um, and I think the other point I would raise is that it's what you do next once you've identified your client avatars that's critical. Understanding who they are is one thing and, and a critical part of the process, as we've mentioned, but it's how you apply it, what you do with the implementation. You need to reflect these people everywhere. It's literally ridiculous to create a website that has pictures stock images of people that are 20 something when you're dealing with retirees yeah. it just is ridiculous and and you'll be stunned at the amount of occasions we <laughs> we see that happen and I'm sure you would attest to that yeah. Lindell yeah. <laughs> so it, it's about application so don't go halfway do the work and once you get over the hump of doing it in the first instance it's it's not hard to maintain it it just yeah. isn't because um, basically it, it doesn't only impact uh, your marketing, it, it can impact your whole business by sort of that sort of creation and maintenance of a client-centric practice yep. and um, orient you. Basically it's used to orient your team around your avatars to make sure everyone's working together to reach the right clients and serve them well. Yeah, 100%. And look, the, the thing I would say is that, you know, your value proposition, your key messaging, everything is anchored around who these people are. Yeah. You know, you want to know that, you know, if your client services team is talking to somebody or an admin support mem team member is talking to someone, that they're using the, the language, the rhetoric that is best suited to these people. There's no reason to go, hey, Lindell, in an email, if you're dealing with somebody that's, 60 plus they yeah. would they would wonder why that rhetoric was being used but if if you were 25 plus you'd go hey Lindell that's okay yeah. you know so I think it just plays out in so many aspects of your marketing in in, in so many aspects of your communication I just want to say a huge thank you for um, joining us today, Jenny. And I know that you've um, got a treat for our lifespan advisors in that um, you have access to something special for them. Yeah, we have. We've got a sp little special offer coming your way just so that they can definitely do a test case, um, you know, very similar to what we did before, where they can trial doing a micro version of an avatar. And if they'd like to book, you know, a more in-depth session, then you will make sure we get all the details through to you so that they can book a more in-depth session uh, with me. And obviously there's, that's a paid review, but we can certainly, you know, they do certainly get a little freebie as part of this process. For any of those of you that might be interested in this great offer from Jenny, just give me a quick email at lindell.higgins at lifespanfp.com.au and I'll send you through personalised details. Huge thank you to our guest, Jenny. Thanks, Lindell. It's been a pleasure. Thanks you for having me on.
and look forward to having our audience join us for the next edition of Lifespan Live. Thank you.